Welcome to the West Virginia Soccer Association Beyond the Pitch podcast here on the West Virginia Soccer Association Digital Network. My name is Marcus Cole. Now, before we begin today's show, I want to remind you that once you've had a chance to check out our program, make sure you give our podcast a five-star rating and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. That helps you stay up to date on all the latest content from us, and it helps us get the word out to others and let them know that we're providing valuable information for soccer players, coaches, referees, and parents. On the phone with us today is Ryan DC. He is the USU Soccer East Region ODP Administrator. Ryan, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. Now, today we're going to be talking about the USU Soccer Olympic Development Program. Now, here in West Virginia, we're going to be having our ODP evaluations coming up on Saturday, December 19th at the Shawnee Sports uh, Complex in Dunbar, West Virginia. And, of course, you can find out more information about that by going to our website, wvsoccer.net, clicking on ODP, and then clicking on ODP evaluations. So, Ryan, why don't we go ahead and dive right into things and talk to us about the USU Soccer Olympic Development Program and what it's all about. Sure, absolutely. So the ODP program at its core is about kind of developing this high-level player pathway, which is designed to increase the competitiveness of the U.S. national team on the international stage, right? That's kind of the ultimate end goal. Our vision for the program is to ultimately be the premier player identification and, importantly, development program in service of that goal, but as kind of a general service to the to, to the member players. One of the things that we have in this country that's rather unique is simply the sheer size of the country. When you think about it from kind of a spatial perspective, you have the United States is roughly the size of Europe, and we're trying at a national level to pick one team to represent the entire space. And so what makes the ODP program rather unique in this sense is the is the fact that we have a local presence in each community, as you just mentioned, for example, within West Virginia. And so we have 55 member states, one in each state and several of the larger states, California, Pennsylvania, New York, et cetera, split up into a couple of different geographically contained areas in order to help overcome some of those broad geographic barriers, issues with travel to play, et cetera, and to help us develop this kind of more broad general ODP scouting network so that we can try to identify talented players regardless of where they reside within the country. You know, it's it's a real interesting uh, program to be a part of. My daughter's been a part of the program. She just aged out last year. She's a 2002, uh, just went off to college to play D2 soccer. So, you know, and she really enjoyed her time within the ODP program and just found so many of the different benefits to being a part of the program. Why don't you tell us a little bit about those benefits that a player can see being a part of that program? Sure, absolutely. So, some of the, the obvious benefits are that you're going to have top-level talent that you're going to be able to train with and compete against. You have an immense amount of experience from the coaching staff as both former players. We have coaches that have played at all levels, from the collegiate level to the professional level, and a couple of individuals who have been fortunate enough to play for a, a couple of international teams. We're ultimately trying to seek to develop the player both on and off the field. And I think that's what really sets ODP apart in a way that some other programs might not. I think a lot of programs tend to focus on the on-field development. And to be certain, that is very important. But oftentimes, we're trying to develop the player as a whole, as an individual, which includes some of those off-the-field things. 
And so when you look at, for example, our ID camp, which takes place every summer, uh, with the exception of this past year, right? Uh, we hold two training sessions a day, which are obviously aimed at uh, increasing, you know, what we see on the field, working with players about different kinds of concepts, et cetera. But we supplement that with a classroom session. And so as part of that, we have modern tactic talks, chalk talks, and then other things that don't necessarily relate directly to the on-field stuff, things such as you know, working with developing young professionals, maturity, et cetera, to kind of grapple with some of these issues. Because at the end of the day, yes, the idea is to select top-level players, but the, the name development is baked right into the title of the program. And so we're really, really focused on making sure that we develop players uh, kind of in a more holistic sense. Now, you mentioned in, in your answer there talking about, you know, the sort of the different levels that, you know, we start here in, in West Virginia. And then, of course, you got the regional camps. Talk to us a little bit about those different levels from the state to the region to the national. Sure. So in some states, it actually starts as a sub-state level. Some of our larger states might have different regional dynamics, uh, but ultimately they feed up into the member organizations. For example, for West Virginia, you have West Virginia Youth Soccer Association, and they'll put together a team which will have the opportunity to play at the interregional tournament, which is held every summer. And you'll get to play against the players that are selected for each state organization uh, at this event in a round robin and then invite back for an advance until we have a champion. Uh, at that event, we have the entirety of the regional staff is there. We have the scouting network is there. And we're constantly watching uh, all of the games, as many as we can, to get the best sense of what that player talent pool looks like for each gender and for each age group. The idea being that from those state teams, we will start to invite individuals, both individuals that our staff has seen, as well as through nominations from the individual state organizations, to an identification camp, which takes place each uh, summer. And so we'll bring in roughly uh, 1,200 individuals uh, across or for each gender for a week-long camp, which will be an intensive training session, two training sessions a day with one classroom session in the middle, ultimately aimed at trying to pick a team that will go ahead and represent the entirety of, in our case, the East region, which stretches from Maine down to Virginia and as far west as you guys in West Virginia. That team or that pool of 36 uh, per age group, give or take, it kind of depends on how many players, uh, what the talent level looks like in each age group, et cetera. Sometimes we take more, sometimes we take less. We tend to take more, especially at the younger age groups. We'll take a selection of those players down to Florida uh, right around the Thanksgiving and or winter break to compete against the other four re or the other three regions. So we'll play games against the South, against the Midwest and against the West. And that's always a, a pretty high level uh, event. Normally we have a number of collegiate coaches that are down there. We have MLS scouts. We have national team scouts that come in and based on players performance at that event, uh, we select roughly 25 to 35 individuals across all four regions to come back and they're invited into the uh, the national training camp for ODP. And so at that event, they're back down in Florida. It's another week-long intensive training camp where you're playing with some of the best players that the ODP program has to offer. 
And from there, we'll make selections to send individuals on international trips, to send them to play against some of the MLS teams, to invite in collegiate coaches, uh, foreign teams, et cetera, to really try to escalate the level of play. What's interesting uh, about the program and and over the last few years, um, West Virginia has actually been pretty successful in sending players uh, to these regional teams and been getting picked for that and even had some players that have got picked to go on to the national camp. Um, and, And I think that's an important point to bring up to folks who may say, well, you know, we're West Virginia. We're just a little small state. What are, you know, what kind of an impact can we have? But, you know, being a part of this program, folks can can have those opportunities. Uh, you know, those players can have those opportunities to be seen. I know that we've had a number of players, um, you know, one one group uh, went down to, down to Virginia, down to their normal uh, February Virginia friendlies to compete mm-hmm. against some of the other um you know, East region, South region teams that have come into that event. Um, and one, his name is Dante Huckabee from Mountaineer United Soccer Club. He was uh, discovered down there by uh, someone from the Philadelphia Union Academy. And then he ended up going to the academy uh, up there for the Philadelphia Union. And now he's playing in the uh, U.S. national youth teams. He's being called up. So, I mean, you, you see a lot of that. And it's just, I mean, we've had kids that are now competing in uh, the academies for uh, Columbus SC and and that type of thing. We've had, you know, some, some great players that got, you know, get picked for these international trips that go on. My daughter got an opportunity, uh, you know, to go on an international ODP trip uh, to, um, uh, where did she go? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she went to Italy. That's right. I, okay. you, know, you know, so I mean, it was, you know, these such such great opportunities, I think, exist for players, especially that want to, you know, that want to play at the next level that want to, uh, you know, have a have a bigger drive in their performance. And like you said, on the field and off the field. Um, talk to us a little bit about who those players should be to come out for for the Olympic Development Program. So the the players that should come out are anybody who has an interest in bettering themselves for me i would argue that odp provides kind of this unique access to opportunity it is the premier player pipeline and it provides access to elite coaching we play against world-class competition and most importantly it's this player centered and kind of uniquely focused on the player development both on and off the field regardless of level and so because of that i would say that I think the focus predominantly centers on, you know, kind of these top level players. However, that shouldn't preclude anybody from coming out. We've seen this time and time again, that players that might have been passed over one year become the best player in the age group the next year. And so I would say that the player that we want to see is the player that wants to challenge themselves, the player that's looking to push their game and their development in new and exciting ways and have access to some of the different uh, programs that we offer uh, as a way to, you know, kind of holistically round out who they are as a player and have some interesting opportunities. And it certainly pushes them outside their comfort zone. For sure. Um, We've talked about uh, the levels of coaching that they would get as part of this program, but talk to us more about, you know, the types of coaches that, you know, even at the, at the regional level and national level that you're getting into the program to coach these teams. Absolutely. 
So we are, especially in the East region, blessed with an unbelievable amount of wealth and experience. We have, uh, if I were to list off some of the accomplishments, we have an unbelievably accomplished and insightful group of individuals. We have former professionals who have played not only domestically, but in some cases, we've had individuals who have played overseas on big teams. We've had in individuals who have played for international teams. We have we have coaches who have coached international teams. And so one of the things that I think is a unique perspective that we give is that we have a variety of both current and former collegiate coaches across all three major NCAA levels. And so one of the things that we tend to do with our older group is sit down with them uh, and have kind of an impromptu college coach forum where our coaches will stand up there and talk about what it's like in the in the collegiate ranks, what to look for, how to navigate some of this. And so what I think kind of the benefit of that is, is, you know, we tend to focus kind of just holistically in youth sports as moving towards the the collegiate game or eventually towards the professional game. But to have some of those individuals who are there, who understand the landscape and importantly, bring a variety of different perspectives. All of our coaches are nationally licensed oftentimes at some of the highest levels. And so when you come and you're a part of our program, you're not going to get just one singular perspective. It's truly a team-based approach based on a number of years of experience as both players, as, uh, as coaches trying to develop young talent in order to meet the players at their current level and ultimately with the idea to try to push them to reach their fullest potential. Now, I know we've touched on this just a little bit with the worldwide pandemic going on right now. Um, obviously, uh, international travel has been put on hold indefinitely. Uh, but obviously, we'll get back to at some point of, of players being able to travel abroad and, and play abroad. Talk to us about uh, some of the opportunities that these players uh, will have in the future about playing abroad and playing internationally. Absolutely. So that's a for a very long time been one of the hallmarks of the program is for each age group for the East region. Uh, we end up selecting a team to go play abroad against world class competition. We have sent individuals to play in tournaments in Spain. We've sent teams to Costa Rica. We've sent teams to Argentina, to Portugal, to Iceland. Uh, and we've played against some of the top talent around the world. Uh, just thinking off the top of my head, we've played against Barcelona, we've played against Inter Milan, we've played against Celtic, we've played against Ranger, we've played against West Ham, we've played against Man City. And so our youth teams, when we select them, are competitive at each of these events. We not just play against some of these top talents, we're very successful against some of these top talents. And I would argue that beyond you know, some of the end goals of wanting to promote some of the top level players, what most individuals will remember are some of the times they had, yes, on the field, but also off the field on some of these trips, having the opportunity to explore new areas, learn a little bit about the culture and also play against uh, some of the top talent in the world. I think you mentioned earlier that your daughter went on a trip to Italy and I'm, I'm hoping at least that she that that was kind of her experience as well, that, yes, the trip and the soccer is is next level it's world class but it's also about getting to engage with and see some of these other cultures in a way that you might not otherwise have an opportunity to do yeah i told her i've never been out of the country before um 
you know, this may be her only opportunity, uh, you know, just depending upon how life goes and that type of thing. And she really enjoyed the experience. She enjoyed uh, the girls that she went with from the Olympic Development Program, um, you know, and she even scored a goal in one of the matches. So she was, you know, tickled to score her first international goal. And, you know, I mean, she just had a blast overall and she was really disappointed. Yeah, I mean, she was remarking because uh, she went in April of 2019 and she remarked back in April of this year. Uh, she goes, I can't believe it's been a year since since I went to Italy. Oh, I miss that place. I had so much fun. Yeah. You know, the girls and I, you know, of course, her big thing, you know, they had a lot of gelato while they were over there. So <laughs> she, she goes, she goes, now that's the good stuff. <laughs> so, I mean, she had, she had a blast and had a, had a real good time. So hopefully somewhere down the road and I know it, it'll come eventually. We just got to be patient, but, uh, yeah. you know, the opportunity to travel abroad, uh, we'll be back again, uh, at some point, uh, Ryan, as we wrap up our podcast here today, um, if you could just give us one reason why players should be a part of the USU soccer Olympic development program, what would that be? Uh, the reason would be that it, it's player centric, right? It's driven by what the demands on the modern player are, both to help them and push them on the field, give them access to elite level competition, world-class coaching, opportunities to travel, but most importantly, to develop that, that sense of purpose, that sense of professionalism that extends beyond uh, simply being a, a player on the field, right? That extends to the personal life beyond that. Because at the end of the day, most of us will not go pro in a sport. Most of us will eventually take those lessons and legacies that we learned through playing some of these uh, different sports, whether it's soccer or something else, and adapt that to our, our personal and professional lives. And so with that in mind, the biggest thing is about development. It is about taking and challenging yourself to be better and to do more in a way that transcends the game that's played out on the field. And uh, the evaluations for the West Virginia Soccer Association Olympic Development Program evaluations will be coming up on Saturday, December 19th, Shawnee Sports Complex in Dunbar, West Virginia, for all of our age groups. Uh, you can find more information on our website at wvsoccer.net. If you want to find out more information about the general Olympic Development Program from USU Soccer, you can go to the USU Soccer website, ususoccer.org and uh, click on programs and click on ODP and you can find all the information there. Hey, Ryan, I certainly appreciate you coming on the show today and talking to us about the program. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. And thank you for listening to the West Virginia Soccer Association Beyond the Pitch podcast here on the West Virginia Soccer Association Digital Network. Now that you've heard our show, make sure you give our podcast a five-star rating and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back next Thursday with another episode, so we hope to see you next week. Take care.